this episode of the podcast almost didn't happen. Last summer, I interviewed a new-on-the-scene alt-rock punk band called Proper Operation. The interview went great, I was ready to release it, but there were a number of delays in terms of them getting their songs recorded, and we wanted to include their new demos on the podcast. So after a few months, uh, and the songs still weren't ready, uh, I got a message from the band asking if we could cancel the episode entirely. Because they had undergone some lineup changes, one of the members who was interviewed on the podcast was no longer in the band, and they felt that uh, their sound had changed fairly significantly since then. They had asked a few times after that if we could reschedule the interview, and I had a lot of other people I wanted to get on the show first. And so I kept put, kind of pushing it back and pushing it back. And to be honest, you know, I didn't really want to do it because uh, we eventually uh, arranged it so I could have them on again this year, and I'm glad I did. The interview turned out awesome. Uh, they have their demo completed now. It's out there in the public. It's available. You can hear all the songs, and you can hear the songs on this episode. So on this episode, we got the, the full band, which is the current three-piece edition, no bass player, two guitars, vocals, and drums of the band on the show. And we talked about their, their, their demo. I talked about what the plans are for the future, how they kind of fit into the music scene in Winnipeg as a group that originally has its roots in Portage la Prairie, and a lot more. So overall, I'm glad it worked out. You're listening to Garbage Show, Winnipeg's first podcast network. Please Radio. I am in a basement with a band that has kind of been on the show before. Uh, last summer, I interviewed the members of Proper Operation, and uh, the interview was fine, but you guys didn't have recordings ready yet, and then by the time you had recordings ready, the band had kind of fundamentally changed. Yeah, we had a couple. Of, well, we had a change in the lineup. Um, our bassist left, and right. we just continued on without him. Okay, okay. And, and so, I mean, that episode like really hasn't been heard because... For, the, for that reason, we didn't, you know, it never ended up coming out. So, I, at first, I was kind of like, when you guys wanted to do it again, I was, well, I was kind of like, well, fuck these guys, you know, screwed me over the first time. No, no, but, but you know what? Like, it, it's it's good. I mean, I see you guys are playing a lot of shows, and you have you have your EP out now and stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's always always good to kind of yeah. make it happen, even though it didn't uh, it didn't happen the first time. But no, for sure, we sure appreciate you uh, giving us a second go. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> I mean, I, I sound a little harsh, but I'm really joking. Like, no, for yeah, sure. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think maybe just the best way to do this is uh, if you want to just kind of introduce yourselves, what instrument you play in the group, and then we'll just go from there. So start right here. Jordan Passwisty, uh, guitar and vocals. Ray Jobin, I play the guitar, kind of bassy kind of stuff sometimes because we don't have a bassist mm-hmm. anymore. Uh, and I do like backup vocals, sing a few songs, the leads on the songs. Cool. I'm Brendan Ricard. Uh, I play drums and... That's just about it. <laughs> so it was originally a four-piece. Yeah. And then you lost the bassist, and then you just decided not to replace him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, we considered uh, finding another member, or, you know, another bassist. Yeah. And uh, we just decided not to deal with having another schedule to work okay. around. Okay, okay. Everything another, was... Another member to have come to practice. And sure, stuff, sure. The whole ten yards. 
everything was just flowing kind of nicely. But, so we didn't want to mess with that vibe, I guess. Well, how did that how did that change the sound though overall? I mean, because you know that's a pretty significant instrument to remove, especially with a four piece band, which is not not huge, right? R- Renee can tell you. A okay, bit. sure. Uh, so like I'm running my guitar amp, but I'm also splitting my signal into a bass amp. Oh, okay. So that. So this is a lower end coming out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like like I said, I do some bassy stuff on the guitar. I like the big muff. Like, I can see by the shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, I feel like that definitely fills a lot of that space. And Jordan just recently got a second amp as well. So okay. We have a lot of range in our... Despite so, not yeah, having the actual yeah. instrument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has that changed the songs that you had already written with the bass player? I mean, have you had to kind of rework those or does it just sort of fill itself in? There was maybe two songs or so that we kind of quit playing. One okay. One of them we've been trying to... Bring bring back. I'm starting to play a guitar part on, but originally I just sung in his bass. Oh, okay. With okay. Renee and Brendan. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, it, it didn't change a whole lot with what we had previously written. No. Has it? Uh, I mean, not not just specifically the older songs, but mm-hmm. like, has the sound changed now that it's a three piece, or are you are, are you still so, sort of in the same kind yeah. of vibe? Because you yeah. were kind of before. I mean, when we were talking last time on the episode that didn't air, you guys were kind of talking about you know being more of an alt-rock band that had punk leanings mm-hmm. and things like that. Is that still sort of where you'd fit? Y- yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah so that has, yeah, hasn't yeah. fundamentally changed then. I mean, yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm just starting to look at the guitar as more of like a bass almost. Like sure, I'm sure. I'm trying to pick out those lower notes. Does that mean you're playing more kind of individual notes rather than chords and stuff? Uh, yeah, like on some of the songs I would say I'm playing like a bass line almost okay, on the guitar, okay. but then I will play like leads and stuff. So... Yeah, like as much as our songs haven't changed necessarily, yeah, they've evolved. Like we've all, you know, every day, sure, practice your get better at it. Oh yeah, of course, every yeah. Every practice, yeah, you know, come up with new ideas and stuff. So, um, yeah, there's there's definitely been a significant change in, like, yeah. Well, I'm kind of uh, uh, maybe I shouldn't be approaching it like this, but I'm kind of approaching it as if people have heard the other interview, which they haven't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I mean, like, I'm like, oh yeah, last time you said this, mm-hmm. but. Where do you place yourselves within the local music scene? Like, I mean, for someone who's hearing about you for the first time, if they kind of want to know where to fit you in in their mental filing cabinet, like, do you think there are other bands that you sort of fit well with locally that they maybe could make a connection to, or shaking your head? <laughs> yeah, I can't think. Uh, of suburban hypocrites, maybe. Kind of but they're more almost. like straight ahead punk rock though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think if some Maybe of our songs stage are... presence wise. Okay, okay. Like I could see that stage presence wise. Like yeah. I mean, Campbell likes to move around. I mm-hmm. move around on stage. Um, we both do weird shit during our sets sometimes. Okay. Saying inappropriate things. So. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> Is that that's? Do you guys play a lot of shows with them? Uh, we've played a show with them. Okay. We're, our next show, this Friday, we're playing out in Portage Prairie, and we're doing right. a house show. Yeah. Uh, because we haven't played there in a while. But okay. We're playing with them. Cool, cool. And I guess Portage of the Prairie is kind of the roots, the origin of the band, right? Is, is Portage based? Yeah, like... Mm-hmm. Sort of started, yeah. Right, yeah, okay. that's where we all met and started jamming, for sure. And is that... Now, now obviously, you're in Winnipeg now, but, mm-hmm. I mean, you said you haven't played Portage in a while. Is Portage still a, a key part of, of what you guys do in terms of, you I know, mean, going back to play shows? And, we have some you know, pretty good fans in Portage. Okay. Yeah, like, our, our, our fan base is established there. Um... We haven't really made too much of a priority to go play there. Like, we were supposed to play a show there 
uh, in November, and it ended up getting canceled because oh, okay. there's like a turnover of the ownership of the bar. But th- there's not a whole lot for venues out there, unfortunately. That's why we're doing a house show. Yeah, yeah. Oh, house shows are great, though. Yeah, house shows are yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. Renting or whatever the case. Sure. Mm-hmm. Do you think that, uh, I mean, house shows, there's kind of like the two kinds of house shows, right? There's the sort of really chill folk acoustic house show, mm-hmm. and then there's just the chaotic punk house shows. You, I'm assuming you guys are more the latter sort of... Uh, yeah, yeah, know, yeah. We, we started like dabbling with smoke machines and stuff. Oh, right on, yeah, yeah. And we got lots of funky... At things. house shows? Yeah. yeah. How does that yeah. Uh, <laughs> How does that work out? Well, this, this the smoke alarm went smoky. off at this place. Really? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is, I mean, people can't see this, but this is a fairly tight space that we're in right oh, now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the Buckeye is what we call it. The Buckeye, okay. House well, venue or whatever. Uh, we had Confucia play here for Renee's birth, birthday party on March 16th. Right on. It was wild. It was lit. This little space just packed to the tits. How many people can you fit in here? Uh, you could, what? Probably. Th- you could fit like 35 people realistically. Okay. Shoulder okay. Shoulder yeah. Like tight, yeah. Yeah. Tight. Yeah. Yeah. And then people kind of chill past the doorway too. Yeah. And they're just sitting on the couch or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they can hear it still. Just yeah. Just rocking out on the couch. Cool. Do you think do you like that kind of intimate setting for a show? I mean, because oh, yeah, yeah, there's some yeah, bands that would yeah, never want to do that, right? Mm-hmm. They prefer like the, the big stage mm-hmm. and the wide, but like yeah, you guys yeah, are into the to tight knit kind of. So it's like I've, all about. I've never arena. played an arena or anything. Right. Like I mean, I mean, arena is a bit of a yeah, stretch, but yeah. but like you know, I mean, some bars are really kind of pretty, wide, pretty echoey sort of thing, sure. right? I mean, you guys feel better in this enclosed kind of environment. Yeah, for sure. I yeah, like it. Yeah, I, I myself haven't experienced too many like larger bars. Like I've played sure. the Goodwill. Goodwill's and, pretty big though. And, I mean, Goodwill's yeah, a big, it's big room now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, like I don't know. Or yeah, no. Then yeah, house shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean house shows. I, I, I'm all about house shows. I think it's it's like the best way to enjoy a show because there, you don't have to worry about. It's just small. Usually, you know the people there. That already is yeah. a, it's a bonus, right? Yeah. And like it's casual. You can kind of come and go as you like. And yeah, it's. The best kind of shows. And they always nice to see people doing them because it feels like sometimes they've sort of dropped off. But every once yeah, in a while, I hear yeah. about these bands are just like doing tons of house shows. And it's pop island sometimes. I will have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, if I ever get out of the house, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
So I guess uh, when did you release the the EP? November third, two thousand seventeen. Two thousand seventeen. Two thousand eighteen, right? Yeah, yeah. Three songs. Three songs. Yeah. Okay. So when was that? Was that recorded with the full four piece? That well, yeah, okay. Well, that EP has a Sheldon. Okay. Yeah, okay. And do you feel like that? Uh, I mean, if you listen back to that now, does it sound like dated to you guys? Do you, does it sound like the an old version of what you do, or is it still sort of uh, sound like in the same vein? I mean, we still play all those songs. I mean, in our yeah. Current yeah. Sets. No, I, I feel like it's the same. I don't think I've changed. Anything. Right. Well, I guess you're probably changing the least, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, in terms yeah, of yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but I feel more of my drum style turning more like uh, Dave Grohl drumming. Okay. Yeah. okay. What was it before? What would you compare uh, to? I don't know. I haven't really found my style, but I feel almost like I'm going more towards Dave Grohl's. Style. Okay. Okay. In terms of just how hard you hit and stuff, because I mean Dave Grohl was okay. always just kind of yeah, and yeah. just I don't I don't know the the way he does things and stuff, his roles and everything. I just kind of feel like I'm okay. Yeah. Well, maybe a good question for you then is, um, you know, now that there's no bassist, were you following the bass more mm, often yeah, yeah. before, oh, and like oh, how definitely. has that changed for you in terms of like what to listen for, I guess, when you're playing. I mean, I still play the exact same things that I was playing along with Sheldon. <laughs> yeah. So I just kind of have my parts still just figured out in my head, and I just still play them, right. no matter really what, what else is going on. But even like a situation where you're jamming or something, is it harder to follow a guitar rather than a bass? I know a lot of drummers mm-hmm. who just kind of lock in with a bass player, right? And then yeah. that's like its own strong unit, and they, yeah. they follow each other. And no, it, it definitely is a bit more difficult, but... Yeah, it just needs more practice, that's all. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What would uh, the rest of you, I mean, the Dave Grohl reference is, is a good one, I think, and it fits with the whole kind of 90s alt-rock, punk, combining to each other. What do you guys, would, what would you guys say as sort of influences, higher profile influences that sort of dictate what you, what you sound like or what you want to sound like? Like, are there other are bands that sort of, if ideally you would like to have that sound? Or specific players even, I mean, like, like Dave Grohl. I know you're in a tricky situation because right. you're playing bass and guitar, kind of, right? Yeah. So it's, I, there's probably not that many people who are doing the same sort of thing with the two amps and stuff. Right. So I really like, I like the bass. I forget the bassist in Modest Most, like the original okay. lineup. I listen to his bass lines a lot, and they're like, they're bassy but melodic, sure, kind of. So I guess I'm kind of trying to figure that kind of thing out. Okay, do you have the space to do that in a band with only three people? Like, are you able to? play something melodic or are you when you're doing more bass kind of centric stuff is it more strictly rhythm and more strictly kind of uh you know anchoring what's going on or are you actually able to, to i feel like on? i'm able to like transition pretty decently between the bass okay and the guitar okay. parts kind of um yeah i don't know i feel like it it lets me do more things in a way because i do have more space to fill right like i have to get more creative with it in a sense Sure, sure. And then I guess from a vocal standpoint, I mean, is there anyone that you kind of want to sound like or, or something that inspires you? I don't know. Like, I, I, when I started singing, like, before I started playing guitar, um, back since, like, grade four, I was always singing along to, like, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, like, okay. Anthony Kiedis. Um, like, Stone Temple Pilots was another big one. Um, Stained. Okay, okay. Like, I don't know. That, that, that's kind of, I guess, it, in my range. I'd sure, say. sure, like, yeah. So, um, yeah, that'd probably be my influence. Like, I can't think of anyone that I'd compare myself to necessarily. Okay, okay. But 
that's uh that's where the roots are kind of sure yeah. sure yeah no that's cool so I, did you guys all grow up on that kind of stuff i mean is that uh i mean you know mentioning dave Grohl mm-hmm. and mentioning mm-hmm. those groups in the same and modest yeah. mouse still same kind of era right like is that all that, oh, that yeah, 90s we, stuff yeah. is... we've definitely listened to all, all the same music yeah okay. yeah okay like we're all 90s like punk and yeah mm-hmm. yeah totally my thing well and that seems to be making a comeback locally too there's a lot of bands that are, you can mm-hmm. hear that in right you yeah. can hear like the oh, for sure. uh, i think after maybe a decade or so of not hearing that much at all like it'd be punk bands but they'd be referencing punk from an earlier era or from a later era mm-hmm. but then 90s stuff and then suddenly all these bands are coming out and that's the sound right mm-hmm. so i mean obviously it's just a coincidence it's not like you guys are copying other local bands <laughs> no, but no, 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 no. like have you noticed that though that that that, that, that is coming more to the forefront than maybe it was yes. when you were younger yeah, um, I, I heard somebody like i might have said this on another interview before but i heard somebody make a statement last year uh about a band that's playing online with the roslin and somebody from somewhere else out of the country made it comment that winnipeg in 2018 yeah has become seattle in, in the 90s yeah yes yeah, 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 like yeah, alternative yeah. Rock and their music scene went so like it's not it's not only us local oh yeah yeah recognizing it yeah it's, well, it's something that's come out of the city right yeah listening like yeah, yeah. so uh, why do you think that resonates with kind of this generation of of bands like how old are you guys Right, so I mean, you guys were not really. I mean, you were too young. You were too young the first time around when this stuff came out, though, right? No, I mean, you were sure. you were little kids. Yeah. Like so, what what mm. I guess what makes it resonate? You know, now that you're adults. Um, I think it's just like realizing how many other people do still enjoy that music. Like growing up, I guess maybe I was sort of a little shy about it because okay. it, it wasn't like the cool thing to be listening to. So it's like a guilty pleasure kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but yeah. Now that I'm getting older, like. Everybody loves that shit. Yeah, yeah. It's undeniably good. It's so yeah, it like, is undeniably good. It's just good, yeah. primal and like, it gets you going. Yeah. It gets your heart racing and yeah. just feel good. Right. <laughs> Which is funny that you say that actually because I mean, the, one of the big hallmarks of the grunge stuff is the angst and the depression mm-hmm. and you're like, you're talking about it as feel good mm-hmm. music yeah. but the people writing a lot of that were like, wanted to kill themselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, so. it's a release, I guess. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah feel good is no. the best. But in terms of playing it, I get what you mean. Like, yeah. you know, having been in bands too, like, yeah, it, the release of, of playing something that aggressive and that hard and fast, right? It, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, even giving, like, I don't know, growing up, like, listening to stuff like Nirvana or, uh, damn, the sustain and stuff, like, there's plenty of times where I was not in a good place. Okay. And so, like, that was a re- release in that sense. And it, does almost make you feel good because you hear feel the connection with someone else right yeah yeah. and so uh like i guess to answer your question like part of the reason why it's made part of the reason why our generation is leaning towards making music like that is to give the next generation something like that to listen to sure just so it doesn't become outdated or die out whatever well i guess kind of like almost paying it forward to Sure. People who've done it before us. And I guess that's what that was too. I think I guess everything is like that. But I mean, mm-hmm. I, bands like Nirvana were taking from you know Black Flag and mm-hmm. taking from Black Sabbath and taking mm-hmm. from, you know, all the other bands and, and bringing that forward into their own thing. And then so I guess it just continues, right? Just like the mm-hmm. ongoing cycle. Yeah, passing the torch along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, it's cool though because I mean, like I'm uh, I'm a bit older. You, I'm gonna be 37 this year, mm-hmm. and like when I was listening to that stuff, like in the 90s, I was even on the young end. Like I got I started listening to Nirvana like. A few weeks before Kurt Cobain died, and so like I, I got into the very last possible minute, you know, yeah. to hear it in the original like context, and so even even I even felt young listening to it. I felt like, oh man, I missed the real, 
the the real, real era for yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. so I mean I, I can't imagine how different it is for you guys like having just you're way past that right mm-hmm. and like picking up on it and, and you're seeing it from a different perspective I think because it's such a different world it, well it's a different world and also that stuff is basically considered classic rock now which is so weird yeah. right I mean so you're coming at it from that angle and it's like it's cool that it still it still connects it still mm-hmm. yeah yeah because yeah. I mean I still have all my tapes from the 90s like all my Nirvana tapes and Pearl Jam Soundgarden and Mud Honey and all that stuff yeah. and I yeah, still listen to it all the time Pearl Jam's yeah. another yeah. Yeah, I love hearing people still connecting with that stuff because there's this um, theory that like whatever you listen to when you were about thirteen or fourteen is going to no matter what how your musical taste change is going to just be stuck with you as like the kind of pinnacle of music, mm-hmm. and that's the stuff I listen to at that age for yeah, sure. Yeah. And even though I listen to all, I mean I listen to like ridiculous amounts of reggae and jazz and all this other stuff now. And still, I go back to, like, my Mudhoney tapes, you know? Mm. And Nirvana tapes yeah. and stuff. And, it, like, for some reason, that stuff never... It's nostalgic. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't, yeah. It doesn't leave. Yeah. It's still things. Mm. So, I mean, it's cool that people in the next generation are having the same experience at the same age. It's just 10 years later or 15 years later. It's, yeah, it's, it's cool that stuff sticks around, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd never question about it. I'm just happy to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's yeah. great, man. I agree Yeah, that. yeah. So, okay, well, I, I mean, that being said, is there kind of more modern stuff that you also draw from? Because, I mean, you know... Like I said, you guys would have been little kids when that stuff happened. Mm-hmm. So what was the music when you were coming up? Like the newer <laughs> music that, that kind of also resonated with you? I feel like there's a lot of bands with a funk and essence okay. in the city. and uh, I think, I think Confucius is a good example of that. Yes. Yeah. And uh, like, I don't know if Easy Trance is more thing, but like they were kicking around here for a while. Like Forest Pilots sure. are doing some dope shit. Oh, yeah. But uh, like we find, I personally find that tone of things really inspirational and I okay. feel like I've maybe been trying to adapt some of that into my pl- guitar playing sure okay where more like like I don't know like I only started playing guitar like three four years ago and like was able to sing and play guitar like last last summer so what's well, like, hard to do I'm still yeah. I'm very amateur still but um as, as I'm developing like I, my ear picks up on certain, yeah yeah certain things in, in my environment that definitely play into what ends up okay. being the end aspect of songs and my so, practice it's like the more groove-based stuff, kind of mixing with the heavier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Groove, groove punk, like. All, yeah. Uh, well, you mentioned Anthony Kiedis earlier. The early Chili Pepper stuff, stuff is very. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, it's a super funky, grunge, obviously. Like but, fucking yeah. grunge is yeah. It's, yeah. What happens? Get grungy. Yeah. <laughs> but as far as like you know contemporary stuff. Band, when you guys were kind of in high school yeah. or whatever, what were people, what were you listening to aside from all of the kind of older. Oh. Grunge stuff. Were there newer bands that sort of did okay. something that works now Back with what you do? School, yeah, yeah, sorry. yeah. Because um, it's not that far away from you guys, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, it's like, what, six years or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was I listening to in high school? I'm just more curious for myself. <laughs> what, I, what was going on there? I, I was listening I mean, to, like, really heavy music, uh, Asking Alexandria. Okay. I don't know if you know them. but Yeah, I know like, of them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was listening to a lot of that and stuff along the lines. Okay, cool, there. cool. High school was, like, I listen to a lot of Blind Melon and Modest Mouse. I love Blind Melon. Yeah, I'm really happy to hear that. Those are like yeah, my yeah. two favorite bands ever. Right on, right on, yeah. Was... I was listening to like non-stop hip-hop. Okay, okay. time in my life. Yeah. Does that, do you, do you feel like any of that bleeds into what you do uh, as a vocalist? Like, does there any kind of... I mean, I know you're not rapping, but... Some of the lyrics and stuff are like spoken. Like, I, I don't know if that so much has to like do with that, with listening to hip-hop and stuff, but... Um, I don't know. I definitely listen to a lot of like dilated p- 
people okay, send okay. Uh, like Scott John Killers from British Columbia here cool. in Canada, Alchemist like DJ Premier. Um, yeah. Which is funny because a lot of that is '90s stuff too. Yeah, it's still in that same area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's great area, great area. Great area. Like yeah. a really different genre from from like what I'm doing. Totally, yeah. Like uh, I still have a huge vibe for hip hop and rap and stuff, but some, cool. of, the, some of the new shit out there is, is whack. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I just, just passed it off as me being old and it's, it's past me past well, by now, right? It's not just that. Though. Yeah. Like, I don't know. No, it's... Uh, <laughs> some people out there still have an, an ear for music. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now that you have... I mean, you've had the EP out for uh, well, a few months now, mm-hmm. if it was last last winter. Mm-hmm. Are you planning on releasing something else going forward? Like, do you have yeah. uh, something in the works? or? Well, like... The, the, there's nothing in the works. Okay. We, we've talked. In the brain works? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, we have we, stuff going on in our brain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've talked plenty of shit about uh, trying to get into a studio and do a okay. full length or, you know, like a, as long as an EP as we can get. Yeah, yeah. yeah as many songs you can fit onto an EP. Or, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And so, uh, like, we went for a tour of Exchange District Studios. Oh, cool. We granted by this down and we went for a little tour. But, like, I don't know. I feel like realistically, I'm not in any situation to be putting out music this year okay unfortunately yeah. but it uh we have music ready to record and whatnot it's just a matter of having funds to do so. sure yeah that's i mean that's every band has that mm-hmm. struggle right yeah, yeah yeah have you considered recording it yourself or are you hoping to mm-hmm. get it done professionally uh, we, we haven't really thought about that but it's something that we could do obviously like our first demo like our demo was self-recorded yeah uh brendan did all the work on his Mac, and then we sent it off to our friend Brad Moggy. 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 Shout out, Brad. Yeah. We sent it off to him, and he cut us a deal on mixing, mastering. Oh, cool. It. And, cool. Uh, yeah, and we were able to send her out. How has the response been to that EP or demo, or whatever you want to call it? <laughs> I've heard good good reviews from yeah. online. Yeah. 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 A uh, friend at work was telling me his three year old son just jams out to nice. steel. Like, nice. Yeah, whenever he's putting his toys away or whatever. <laughs> that's a good sign though honestly I mean I got kids too and like if, if kids like something because kids can't they don't know how to lie about mm-hmm. something so if something actually catches their ear and they're getting into it you know mm-hmm. it's good because it's just like they can't, they're not, not going to pretend yeah, they're not going to worry about being yeah. cool or whatever it's yeah, not yeah, like yeah, oh yeah yeah sure I like it no it's, they like it yeah yeah, yeah. so that, that's a good sign <laughs> yeah yeah. Uh, yeah no I haven't heard anything bad either um, well it's good <laughs> we sold out our first 50 physical copies nice and then we and a couple more on like some CDs from Staples. Oh yeah, and, yeah. Um, yeah, we, we haven't sold. A lot. We've sold under hundred, but I don't know. It's just about. But th- that's, out there people that's not bad too, especially in 2019 when a lot of people don't even have CD players anymore. Mm-hmm. So that, I mean, yeah, that's, that's that's decent. Like that's yeah. a decent. Uh, so there's gonna be a lot of people too on Apple Music listening to our yeah. stuff rather than buying physical. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we do have it up on Spotify, and Apple Music, Bandcamp. All yeah, all the millions of different yeah. platforms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So was this first uh, EP, was this kind of meant to be like a calling card? Like sort of just, here's what we sound like, like to get shows and get, get people interested in, in yeah, booking Yeah, basically, like we had, we had people, uh, like as we were trying to book shows in the city, being from Portage, people were asking yeah. me, like, what do you guys sound like? Can you send, send us some recordings or videos live? Right, and you didn't have, I mean, like with yeah. me, for example, you guys didn't have them yet, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't yeah. have any of that at the moment. We yeah. just had a few. <laughs> yeah, I promise you're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. That, that was definitely huge. It helped in the with the response that we were getting from talent buyers and stuff. Yeah, well, for sure. Us some gigs in the city. Yeah.
So I guess like yeah, what's next though? I mean, you know, you don't you're not recording any music this year likely, but what is sort of the plan? I mean, now you have you have a calling card of an EP out. You've been playing a lot of shows, from what I can tell. It seems like you guys are are kind of busy in that respect. So what's the plan? I guess for the rest of the year, are you hoping to play any festivals or things like that, or, or what's sort of the the goal? Um, I would say just like perfect what we're doing almost, okay. and like just like keep plugging away at it and keep, sort of yeah, writing new tunes and around for a little over a year. Yeah, right. Which it seems like more, but yeah. I'm sure it does for you guys too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure it does it yeah. yeah, but uh, play shows, obviously. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Festivals were on the docket. Yeah. Band goals, but uh, we haven't. We don't have anything lined up yet. I feel like time's kind of. Well, there's so many festivals. There's like a new one every weekend that appears. So you probably no, sure, yeah. <laughs> probably going to find at least one little. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, we we have shows booked all the way like up to October. Like not not oh, every cool. month, but we have uh, two booked in July already, and one in October. We have a show coming up in April. Cool. We're playing two shows this weekend. So that's pretty uh, good, actually. That's show in May. May fourth, so yeah, the fourth will be with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Star Wars I mean, I saw the poster for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a really good lineup in that show too. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's gonna be fun. Stoked to play with yeah. Cassette. Yeah. And uh, Agapito's playing, aren't they? Agapito. Agapito's yeah. great. Yeah, great I, band. I actually haven't seen them, but yeah, you you will like them. Sweet. I think maybe based on your '90s uh, stuff, you guys will be into them. Yeah, they're oh, nice. really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Um, so I guess like the the reason I mentioned festivals is because it's kind of. I mean, there's, like, everyone and their brother has a festival now, which is great. But, like, who who do you think is your audience? I mean, like, you know, a lot of those festivals are more... Not, not saying you're going to be a festival band, but a lot of those festivals are more kind of, like, geared towards folk or, or rootsier stuff or, or country or metal or yeah. whatever. Like, do you think that you have kind of a, a type of audience? Or are you, are you kind of amorphous enough that you can sort of fit with, with yeah. this crowd and this crowd and this crowd? I don't know. Uh, we've tried. We've kind of been testing the waters. Like, uh, I applied to play Chad Stock. Okay, okay, that's, yeah, that's pretty heavy. We applied, <laughs> so, yeah. applied for 420 Fire and Water. Okay, yeah, yeah. Fire, yeah. fire yeah. Festival out in BC, that's, it's going to be their first year. Cool. Applied for that, uh, we didn't get any response from either of them. Yeah. But, like, um, we're, like, we're playing, our show on Saturday is with, uh, with Moira and Vagina Witchcraft, so it's, like. But that's a pretty heavy show, yeah. Metal band yeah. And, like, yeah. a hardcore yeah. band, and then, like, we're playing with Subhips, punk band. Yeah. Like, we play with, like, Confucia. Which is like funk, force pilots, rock like kind of. Yeah, played with uh, the Young Pixels. I don't know if you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Them. Yeah. But uh, Dan, Danny, and Trisha, they're great. We like we love playing with them. Um, and they're a lot more chill than, than yeah, you guys. Yeah. 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 Totally yeah. Cool. yeah. We played like, at a folk festival. Yeah. We, yeah. Like we played a folk festival. So like, our audience is a collaboration. I guess just of people who've heard of us through right. our social media. Right. Things. Like people who I, like to get down. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like what you, stereotype of people? Yeah. Like, right. 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 Yeah. But yeah. But I mean, do you do you, like? Have you seen sort of a? I mean, not, not, to, not to stereotype your audience or anything mm-hmm. as you're saying, but like you know, do you, have you seen this like a sort of person who comes to your shows, or is it just totally random every time? Like, we got punks, we got yeah, hipsters, we got your average Joe, hippies, yeah. rock rockers, yeah, stoners, yeah, yeah, yeah a lot of stoners for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can see it. I can see it. Yeah, yeah. a lot of partiers. Just, just partiers. Yeah. Yeah, people who want to have a good time. Come yeah, want to get yeah. Down, yeah. <laughs> do you think that opens you up to being able to play more different kinds of shows? Like do, the fact that you're sort of hard to pin down. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know you could you could describe mm-hmm. what you play and you can mm-hmm. shoot all these references and stuff like we've been doing. I'd but, hope so. Yeah, that's a good answer. Yeah. yeah. I don't know where to go from there, actually. <laughs> I was expecting a different answer, but no. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. So if. Uh, <laughs> 
that just completely screwed up my train of questioning. <laughs> um, if people are hearing about you for the first time on this show mm-hmm. and they want to find out more or they want to pick up a copy of the EP or see you live, is there sort of a one spot they can go online to, to find out that information? Yeah, uh, they can check out our Facebook page uh, at Proper Operation Band. Find us on there. There's Proper Operation. Okay. Uh, Instagram is at Proper Operation Band. Find us there. Um, you can purchase our music. We have a few copies at Into the Music Osborne, cool. which is unfortunately closing. Yeah, soon, I know so it sucks. Yeah, go grab a copy while you can. Um, it's up on Bandcamp for five bucks for a digital download. Okay, uh, or you can also buy a physical copy um, through the mail. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool, cool. We, we have it up on Spotify and Apple Music. Okay, um, SoundCloud for free. We upload like j- random jams, like cool. live improvised jams. Cool, and stuff cool. On there, if you ever want to check out, just like. The raw, the, yeah, 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 the raw DNA of the songs. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that how you write the songs? I mean, do they come out of jams? Pretty well, man. Like, sh- sh- yeah, stuff just ends up flowing. Kind Lately, of. that's kind of been. I don't know. Works. That's been it since the beginning. Like, our foot of steel is um, our first song. No, and, and I wouldn't say that. We have a few songs that have like come to the table. A couple, but like the majority. Yeah. You know what I mean, right? There's some it's bands fine. who they write things super strictly. Like it'll be like this guy comes in with yeah. this, this, and this part. But yeah. some bands will just kind of develop them out of out of jams yeah. and stuff so I, don't know. Yeah, I, know. I feel like the, for the most part like words that I write just fly out my ass and okay fucking, <laughs> there's times where I get writer's block or something or like you know don't have any inspiration yeah, for yeah. a while yeah. but uh, when, when it happens it happens like you know my favorite just... is when me and Brendan start jamming and then Jordan walks in the room and just starts like singing some random shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah. does that random shit ever become actual lyrics oh, yeah, too? Yeah, 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 yeah 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 yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's been whole songs written like that where I've just like felt that something good was about to happen. Okay, so I okay. Can record on my, my voice. And then it's just because you have phone. it saved, right? You can listen yeah, back and, yeah. and write them down. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, yeah. And like, yeah, there's there's times where it happens. Like, our song Focus, it's not recorded yet. We've played it live a few times. The the raw initial, like, version is, yeah. on, is on SoundCloud. And like, that is the first take to walk in the room. Oh, cool. Hit play and just cool, like, cool. that's what happened. But um, I've changed like maybe one or two words throughout the whole song. Okay. That's like how we perform it. Has that changed now that the lineup has changed? I mean, now that you're playing guitar more no, and stuff. No, this was, this was like a couple just a month ago. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Ago. So it's yeah. still the same the same yeah, way you write. Okay, yeah. cool. So cool. Renee is playing his instrument. Right, whatever you want to call yeah, it, yeah, the yeah, bass yeah. guitar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, cool. And then you have some shows coming up. This is going to come out probably right away. So mm-hmm. um, when are the next few shows? Yeah. Uh, Friday, March 29th in Portage, private house party. Saturday, March 30th at the Handsome Daughter, Laura and Vagina Witchcraft. Uh, April 5th at the Windsor Hotel with Death Trip and Your Mom. May 4th at the Cavern with Death Cassette. Uh, Agapito? Agapito. And I don't remember who else was on the bill. I'm so sorry. It was that. somebody really good, wasn't it? Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I saw it today. So I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we're opening up for Jesse Stewart for his birthday okay. at Bulldog on July 16th. Yeah, cool. And then we're playing Park Theater. Uh, the bill's still being determined, but it'll be a mixed bill. We, cool. Uh, Danger Fuzz is confirmed for that. Oh, right on, so right on. Uh, that, that's a good fit, I think, yeah. with you guys. Yeah, and yeah. then we're playing for some band from out of town in October. Awesome. Yeah, that's, that's a lot, yeah. That's what we got lined up for throughout the year. So, so people should check out the Facebook and stuff and, mm-hmm. and sort yeah, of follow along. everything will be post, posted and up-to-date details. Cool. As they come. Cool, yeah. awesome. Okay, well, yeah, if you want to hear more episodes of this show, go to witchplace.com. All 360 whatever episodes are there for free download and streaming. You can also tune in on uh, Sunday nights at midnight on UMFM and those are older episodes that get kind of a second boost so it might be a few months after we recorded this that it airs but you know if you happen to be driving on a Sunday night and you turn on the radio 
this episode's happening, go out and buy the CD or buy download the album like as soon as you get home, right? Yeah, you gotta yeah. check out local. Drive safely, yeah, by yeah. The way. I do that too. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I only assume people are listening to the radio while driving at midnight on a Sunday. I don't know why else you'd be, you know. Yeah, but yeah. yeah it seems like the ideal situation. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, yeah. Listen to this. Listen to the podcast. Go to their shows. Listen to their music. You hear some songs on this episode. And yeah, there we go. It's a podcast. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks. Right on. So here